This is True Crime Exposed, and I'm your host, Kayla Waters. Thanks for joining my co-host, Alicia Jenkins, each week as I dive into a new case with you. By creating this show, we're able to give victims a voice back when they no longer have one. And by doing that, we can expose the monsters lurking all around us. Welcome to episode 106. In today's episode, we are diving into part two of the Ant Hill Children. So if you haven't listened to part one, make sure you go back and listen to that and then come listen to this. With that, are you ready for today's case? So he's released from prison in February of 1984. And then in May of 1984, he's out and Rock moves the group to Somerville Township in Burnt River near the town of Lindsay, Ontario. They start building a new cabin. Rock now calls himself Rock. So this is when he changed from Roche to Rock, which is the English version of his name, which I've been calling him the whole time. They built an A-frame two-story cabin. There are two male and nine female followers at this time. Four of the females were pregnant at the time of the construction, and the commune had 10 children. He decided to assign each wife with responsibilities, and the lowest on his list was Maurice Griner because she wasn't even his wife. She, he deemed Maurice that she was not allowed to sleep with her husband, Jacques. Like, she was not allowed to stay by him. Which, again, they were married before they even came into this cult. So now she's not allowed to stay by him or sleep with him. And Rock, aka Moses, was like, you should definitely beat your wife anytime she talks back to you or to me. Uh. And Jacques is kind of like really in it with Rock at this point, it seems. Maurice is actually pregnant at this time too. And Rock convinces Jacques that a birthmark Maurice has looks like a 666 and that she's like representing the devil. So Rock orders her to live apart from the rest of the commune in her own hut with her two children. And Jacques is like, yeah. Send my wife and kids out to their own hut. Like, what? It's so weird. Yeah. Rock does later accept Maurice's older daughter back into the main group, which is actually disturbing because obviously that is not for good reason. Now, this new town didn't know of this group's past violent convictions for the death of a two-year-old little boy. So the community... They just see them as some eccentric neighbors. But police do catch Jacques shoplifting on January 31st, 1985, along with Gabrielle, Claude, and Nicole. And with them, they also had Roche Roche Jr., Rock Jr., um, Rock's oldest son. What they stole totaled almost $500. 
and their sentence was that they were banned from shopping in the town of Lindsay ever again. Now, Rock, because they can't go shopping in the town or shoplifting in the town, wants the members to ask their families for money. You know, the families that he made them cut off since he said their families were so evil. But a lot of them don't want to call their families. Obviously, their families aren't giving them money. So to make money, the group starts selling fruit. And this is when Rock calls the group the Ant Hill Kids because he said they work together like a group of ants. Oh, my gosh. And at this time, since Rock had gotten out of jail, he had been sober. But after a bit of time sober, he starts drinking again. He stops working, of course, and uses his hurting gut as his excuse yet again. He also starts pitting his wives against each other. He started holding nude wrestling matches between the women or he would put a man in the middle of a circle of the women and ask them to hit and kick the man. Rock would even join these nude wrestling matches himself. However, if you did hit him, he would deduct food from your rations. Oh my gosh, that guy is a weirdo. Such a weirdo. Nude wrestling matches. Again, there are 10 children on this compound. Oh like, my. what are you doing? Yeah. So Rock would use whips to abuse his followers as well as the flat edge of an axe. He would pee on his followers and make them smear human poop onto each other. Ew. Rock also circumcised Jacques Giguere and slashed his throat with a broken wine glass. So Jacques, Maurice's husband, who just let her go out to the hut, who's like a good follower of Rock, is now getting circumcised as an adult, like, not under anesthesia, obviously, and having his throat slit with a broken wine glass. Yeah. All the time, the day after abusing his members, when he was sober in the morning, he would always cry to these followers and tell them that God was just using him as a vessel for God's cruel punishment. Like, it's not me. God just wants me to do these things to you. Nope. That's not how God works. No, not at all. Now, at this time, Gabrielle Laval has a five-month-old baby that Rock hated. His name was Elizar, which I don't know if it's Rock's son because you think it would be because it's yeah, one of his wife's. Yeah, been in there. Maybe he hated him because maybe she slept with one of the other guys like Jacques or Claude. I don't know. But it is five-month-old Elizar. Rock always said that this baby had the mark of the devil and he would abuse the baby. So on January 26th, 1985, Gabrielle claims she wanted to do an act of mercy for her infant by murdering him. She put the little five-month-old baby into a wheelbarrow and left him outside where it was snowing and about negative 10 degrees Celsius or 14 degrees Fahrenheit. And two hours later, Baby Elizar is dead. Oh my gosh. That is just cruel. Yeah. So she made him freeze to death? That is not an act of mercy. Gabrielle, 
what and like it's very conflicting with all these people because like in the end you kind of feel bad for her but then as I'm going back through it I'm like wait you killed your five-month-old baby I forgot that when I was feeling bad for you at the end yeah and it's kind Uh. of the same with like Guy Veer like did you punch that kid but then you got your balls cut off I don't know how to feel about any of you guys (laughs) Like, I'm sad you're being abused, but I'm also sad about the things you're doing. So, and she never faces consequences for the killing of her child because Al Lackey, who's the county coroner, but also, of course, a friend to Rock, aka Moses, aka Roche, he ruled the death a result of SIDS, sudden infant death syndrome. Oh, it died in its sleep in the freezing cold? Yeah. <laughs> How did they even have any friends where they lived? I don't know. But the Children's Aid Society in the area was suspicious. So regardless of that ruling, they started watching the group closely. Now, remember Maurice Griner. She was Jacques' wife. wife. They went out to the hut. After a year of being out in the hut and not allowed to be with her husband, she was allowed to leave with only two of her children because she was pregnant at the time. So she went to the hunt pregnant and with two children. Now she has the baby. She is allowed to leave with the youngest two. However, it was on the condition that she leaves her oldest daughter for Rock to take as his next wife. Oh, yeah. So she does leave her daughter behind, which I do not love. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, like, yeah, you shouldn't be there. But also, like, no, sneak out. I don't think I'd leave. I don't think I could leave my kid. To sacrifice my daughter. No. So she does leave. But after she is out of the cult, she does decide to pursue legal action to obtain custody of her daughter still at the commune. So this process got the child aid services involved and they step in. They took the children of the commune to foster homes where more horrific details of how they lived were revealed. Rock didn't allow anyone to show warmth to the children except himself, although I'm not sure he showed a lot of warmth or care to them either. He would hold some of the children over a fire and threaten to the mothers to throw them in. He would nail children to the trees by their clothes and tell the other children to throw stones at them or stab them with a knife. But he would stop the other children from doing it just at the very last second. So he'd basically terrify the kid and then stop them before they actually did it. Most of the children had rotting teeth. They were all uneducated and severely damaged mentally. Rock told the children that sometimes God demands a blood sacrifice. So he held a ritual only for the children in the commune where he gets completely naked and then he disembowels a goat that was one of his daughter's pets she had raised. Rock then puts the goat's blood all over his own body. Ew. So he is like literally crazy yeah I can't even imagine this he is a nut job he should probably get his nuts cut off yeah 
So the children in foster homes recall to authorities that there were group sex rituals held inside that cabin that involved the whole family. Rock and his teenage son, Roche Jr., were said to have molested and raped the young children together. Rock would have the children masturbate him or watch as members of the group masturbated each other or themselves. Rock claimed this was an appropriate way to teach sex ed. Mm, Nope. He is a sick, sick man. And honestly, any adult that was there that was allowing children to watch them masturbate or touch each other. Yeah. They're all sick for doing that. So these kids were not protected at all. And the court, upon learning these things from the children in their foster homes, they order an independent assessment. But that team of doctors determines that, you know what, send the kids back to the commune because it is the best place for them. These doctors literally praise Rock for his pioneer spirit and his experimental attitude towards sexual education. Ew. You can't have sexual education experimentation when you're involving kids oh (laughs) you just can't do it we're not experimenting with sex ed when it comes to kids that is a who are these doctors so are these all doctors in canada yeah this is all this all happened in canada so not sure what was going on with this group of doctors and This independent group accuses the government of trying to persecute this group over nothing. In the child um, aid services investigation, Rock was using his charm to manipulate everyone who talked to him. And so this all really pissed me off that these child's accounts of what was being done to them was not enough to warrant giant red flags. Oh, yeah. And thankfully... On October 26, 1987, the court disregards all of them and they rule that the children are to be wards of the crown with no parental access. The court suggested in their report that the independent investigators and the sympathetic CAS workers who wanted to see the children returned were manipulated easily as a result of cultural prejudice of sympathy for any French-speaking community in a predominantly English government. So they thought that these, you know, the people who were feeling bad and thought that children should go back were not feeling bad for the right reasons and were not actually looking out for the kids. Who would think they should go back? Literally. You think that's normal? (laughs) Like... Oh, for him to disembowel a goat and bathe in its blood and then like have group sex meetings in the house with the children. No. No. Uh -uh. That's all I have to say is no, that is not okay. After this, Rock finds the Mormon fundamentalist movement. And he meets oh, with no. for, yeah, he meets with forensic psychiatrist and LDS branch president Dr. Jess Grossbeck. So this doctor, I guess, worked with disassociative disorders and was drawn to groups with history of polygamy. 
These two become good friends, and Rock also becomes acquainted with polygamist Alex Joseph of Big Water, Utah. So he's basically looking for friends who agree with this lifestyle, this polygamy lifestyle. And if you're familiar with the FLDS church, then you know that this is like a cult that was branched off of the LDS church. And it is one where polygamy and religion was used to abuse and manipulate church members. Warren Jeffs, the leader who married multiple underage women, is currently in prison for these crimes, which I'm sure he wasn't in prison for these crimes then. When did he go? It wasn't that long ago. I know. I was going to say like five years. Yeah. So he, I don't even know if he was the leader at this time, but his dad would have been. He was. He was. Because it was like his grandpa. Oh, you mean that that time that you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. At the time I'm talking about, but it was in the family. It was like, wasn't it his grandpa, then his dad, then him. But yes. So, you know, just him being in prison for marrying all these underage girls, like it clearly kind of aligns with the, that movement was aligning kind of with where Rock was at with his movement. Both cults, both not great. So, anyway, Rock takes a trip to Utah to hang out with his new friends and somehow got into trouble there. I don't know exactly for what, but he receives a $75 fine. And just before these Utah trips, Gabrielle's uterus prolapsed, which I'm assuming means like came out because it says that her uterus was coming out outside of her vagina like three inches. Yeah. So does that where it just like kind of drops out? Mm Mm-hmm. So Rock, of course, he thinks he can operate on everyone. He's like, I can fix this myself. So he just starts punching her uterus back into her body. And then he puts a wooden cone inside of her vagina to plug it all up. Oh, my God. And that's how he fixed her prolapsed uterus. And Gabrielle, she's like, I'm not doing this. So she flees and she stays for a bit at a woman's shelter. But she refuses a doctor and she returns to the commune with the problem unfixed. Now, Rock tries to tie a piece of string around the exposed uterus and he starts yanking on it, trying to pull it out. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine? The pain. I cannot even imagine. Any pain down there is a no for me. Like, I can't even handle a UTI. (laughs) So a uterus getting yanked out by a piece of string? Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't like it at all. So that doesn't work. And Gabrielle just goes a whole year with this prolapsed uterus until she finally, when Rock goes on on that trip to Utah... She finally leaves and goes to the Ross Memorial Hospital where she received a partial hysterectomy. However, after this hysterectomy, she does return to the commune. Now, Rock, he just continues to get in trouble when he's back from Utah. He's charged with obstruction of justice again because the commune was harassing the daughter of one of the foster parents taking care of Rock's child. 
And Rock also assaulted a neighbor of his named Jean-Marc Martin. Rock also continued his abusive and demented ways. While mad at Claude one night, he forces the man to walk around with an elastic wrapped tightly around his balls. This was on overnight, and Claude's testicles become inflamed and infected. Rock then removed one of the infected testicles with his fingers before cauterizing the wound with a flaming hot piece of iron. After this, Rock held a vote about whether they should stone Claude to death or not, and the vote was to not. Rock was pissed, so he grabs a torch and he threatens to open Claude's stomach. After this, Claude is like, I'm out of here, and he flees into the woods until Rock was sober. And then he comes back to the commune once Rock's sober and he thinks he's safe to be back. Many of the members would do this, where they would flee into the woods and wait out Rock's drunken rages. Wow, I could not say that. Rock's drunken rages. Lots of R's in there. So... His original wife in this cult, Giselle, a.k.a. Mammy, she started leaving for longer periods of time, staying at her dad's home, but Rock would always convince her to come back. He would be nice to her when she returned, but she would eventually always be punished. It's kind of the same, like in a typical abusive relationship, Mm -hmm. even without all these outside factors. Like he'd convince her to come back, he'd be nice to her, and then things would get bad again. So in February of 1987, he even threw a hunting knife at her, which did go three inches deep into her thigh. Wow. By the next morning, Giselle's leg was extremely swollen because of a clot that had formed. And Rock decided he was fit to operate on her leg himself. So he reopened the wound, used a hot iron to poke at the wound, and poured cups of boiling water into the wound, which I can't even imagine. Now Giselle's leg became extremely infected over the next week or so, and Rock fills it with salt, olive oil, and spruce gum. Thankfully, her leg does eventually heal, And she tries to escape. But after a few days, she was convinced yet again to come home. The abuse of everyone just became more and more horrific. Rock was hitting people with the flat side of the axe, breaking ribs, using wooden clubs. He punched Roche Jr. in the face when he refused to wrestle with his brother. He caused Nicole to miscarry after beating her when she was three months pregnant. At one point, he also shot Nicole with a 303 caliber bullet and it went into her shoulder. He used his steel toe boots to break Giselle's ribs. He broke Claude's toes and tried to plow, tried to plow, tried to pry Claude's teeth out with pliers. And he also shot Claude with a 22. His followers were forced to eat animal excrement and dead mice. They literally had to eat dead mice. And that's where I'd be out. Ew. Whew. I can't even see a mouse on TV without almost crying. I'd be out way before that. Yeah, I would have been out way before that too. But like the dead mice, I was like, 
Ooh, oh, even reading gosh. that just made my bo- whole body like hurt. <laughs> Rock also shot Gabrielle up with a hypodermic needle. He put it into her back and it had this some sort of mixture in it. And then he broke the tip off under her skin. He forced Jacques to cut off half of Gabrielle's pinky finger with wire cutters. And he broke her other fingers with a board. Gabrielle was also forced to cut a hole into the ice at the pond and jump into that hole. Gabrielle also endured having her breasts and genitals burned with a torch. Solange had her cheekbone broken while she was six months pregnant. So you can see that he is like extremely abusive. People are getting shot. They're getting their fingers cut off, broken, bones broken. It's crazy in there. Yeah. Now, Rock even abused his animals, beating one of their horses to death with a chain and then ordering Claude to burn the body. Man, that guy has some problems. Yeah. Now, here's another letter written by Solange, who was called Rachel. That's her Old Testament name he gave her. Good day, Moses, my master. I would have liked to have talked to you yesterday evening, but I think it is preferable to write these things down rather than saying saying them for fear of talking too much. I am going to talk to you about the last fit of anger that your master exercised through you. I really believe that what you did doesn't come from you, but from someone much higher. For my part, I really believe that you were possessed by a very powerful spirit. That's what I saw in what you did. The throwing of the knife, the rifle shot, the harm done to Mammy. My eyes saw things that went beyond them. My body is very afraid of all these things. I understand it very well because of the law of death in which it exists, but within myself I am well. I am very well and very happy to belong to a real master who himself belongs to the only real master of life. Love, Rachel. The devil. (laughs) She's like, I'm very scared. But then she's like, but I'm happy. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I... Yeah, you should be scared. She says, throwing the knife, the rifle shot, the harm. Like, my eyes saw things that went beyond them. But he is convincing her. Like, she believes that it's not him. It's God through him. And if that's the kind of God you think there is, I would not want to believe in God. If he is working through someone to throw knives at you and shoot you and cut your fingers off, I... I'd be like, I'm out. So in 1988, Solange becomes sick. And Rock, of course, says he knows what's wrong with her. It must be her liver, liver and he needs to do an operation. So he gets super drunk one night. And of course, this is the night he needs to do the operation. But not until after he strangles each of the women, asking them if they realize that, quote, Their breath belongs to him. He had even given Solange that Bible name, Rachel. So he asks, Rachel, are you ready? Solange undresses herself and lays on the table. 
he first tries to insert an enema into Solange's rectum, and this enema was a mixture of molasses oil and water. It took him a half an hour to complete this, forcing her to lose control of her bodily functions. Then he starts pressing and punching her stomach. She tries to fight him off for a moment before he tells her to put her hands to the side, and she obeys. Next, he puts a tube down her throat, like an empty tube, and he tells everyone to blow and suck on the tube. Rock uses a knife to make an incision on the right side of Solange's abdomen. He pulls out some of her tissue, about four inches long. He tears this from her body and says, all right, you're going to be fine. And now he has someone else sew up her wound. After this, she stands up and she goes to a bath filled with cherry that Rock had ordered for her. That bath does not help her feel good, so Rock gives her a cold bath instead. As she's headed to bed, blood seeps from her mouth as she passes away. Doctors later determine that Solange died of acute peritonitis. Is that peritonitis? Peritonitis. So she had an inflamed peritoneum due to her digestive fluids that leaked into her abdominal cavity. So is that from the enema he gave her? Is that from him punching her stomach? It's basically like when you get kind of like a big infection in your intestines, so probably the enema, and then it just can break through. It just gets all over in your abdominal cavity. I wonder if he even punctured it with the enema since it was like hard for him to get in. Yeah. So she was murdered. Apparently, members said that Rock was distraught and tried taking his own life multiple times, first by acting Jacques, asking Jacques to shoot him, and then he took a bunch of Tylenol extra strength tablets. I'm like, wow, you took a bunch of Tylenol? Like... <laughs> But you're literally murdering all these people and like murdering babies. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Obviously, he did not want to actually kill himself. I think this was for show. And then last, he tried to drown himself. But instead of admitting he was just a coward, he said God didn't want him to die because there was a strange force that entered his arms and forced him to remove his own bindings. At the time Solange died, Giselle was at her parents' house fleeing from Rock, but with this death, he has Jacques go get his OG wife. He also calls Dr. Grossbeck, the doctor in Utah, to tell him that Solange died unexpectedly in the woods from a spontaneously erupted vein in her esophagus. Rock then tells the doctor that he's having all these dreams that Solange was inside his body And he also said that Solange in these dreams was taking shape from his semen. With this, Rock and Dr. Grosbeck decided that Solange would be the first reverse birth, which is apparently a spiritual rebirth through the belly of the male to parallel the carnal rebirth through the womb of the female. So now Rock is saying He is pregnant with his dead wife. He's pregnant with Solange. That guy is insane. (laughs) 
it's like what is happening how's this guy i can't even wrap my mind around it like and this doctor from utah is like yeah you're pregnant with your dead wife how's this uh guy been in public for so long i don't know please tell me they get him and send him away they do thankfully because he is a freaking monster so after this, he has a post-mortem marriage by proxy performed for him and Solange to make it official. And this was performed by his Utah friend, the polygamist Alex Joseph. Then Rock tells Claude to exhume Solange's body. Gabrielle, the nurse of the group, was then ordered to pour vinegar on the internal organs to keep worms away, and then they buried her again. But a few days later, Rock forces them all to dig Solange up again. She was decaying by this point, but he has Jacques make a hole in Solange's skull using a hand drill. So this next part is like so disturbing, which the fact I even have to give a warning for it after all we've heard Shows you it's so bad. So Jacques makes this hole in Solange's skull. And Rock then masturbates above Solange's head and sprays his semen into the hole made in her skull. Telling members that this would resuscitate her. Uh, Isn't that awful? How do all these people sit there and live with that? Awful. Like you just watch this guy. This guy you think you're married to, this guy who's your leader, he is apparently working through God and you just watched him masturbate and finish into his dead wife's (laughs) brain. That is gross. The guy is a psychotic. Like that's sick. I don't even, he had to have gotten some pleasure out of that. After this, Giselle tells Rock that Solange wished to be cremated in death, not buried. So Rock had the group burn Solange's body, but first he had Gabrielle remove one of her ribs. When Solange's remains turned mostly to ashes, each member of the group collected pieces of bones to keep. Rock continued masturbating into a jar, probably onto the rib he kept, in this attempt to rebirth Solange. Ew. So soon after this horrific and atrocious event, Rock makes a trip to Utah. He was trying to put a child bore by Francine into Alex Joseph's care so that it couldn't be taken by CAS, the Child Aid Services. And he, the, Alex Joseph does take over this child However, they also get into this argument because Alex gets frustrated with Rock about how he treats his wife badly. And this fight actually kind of, it's kind of the beginning of some of the people to be like, hmm, we can stand up to him. So after this, Josie Pelletier, who had been with the cult since the beginning, she left in the winter of 1988. Rock did keep Solange's death a secret, though, and he also hid the birth of two more children from child aid services. On July 26, 1989, Rock gets out of his mind drunk. 
Giselle, Claude, and Francine all fled into the woods and hid. But Gabrielle did not. Gabrielle had been suffering with a hurt pinky. Remember, she already has a pinky that was literally cut off by wire cutters. So Rock tells her he'll check out her other pinky. She puts her hand on the table and he stabs her hand with a hunting knife. And then he gets another beer and he casually drinks it while Gabrielle is stuck to the counter gushing blood. She can't move because this knife is like through her hand and through the counter. So 45 minutes pass and Rock returns to find that her entire arm is blue. Now he grabs a carpet knife and starts cutting away at her arm. He makes it to the bone, but is now too tired to finish. So he gives that task to Chantel. She cut into Gabrielle's skin more, exposing more bone, until Rock removes the knife from Gabrielle's hand and takes her outside to a stump where he hacked off part of Gabrielle's arm and hand with a meat cleaver. The next day, Gabrielle fled to a woman's shelter, But after being asked to come back by Jacques, she does. A few days later, Rock said the arm was infected and he uses scissors to cut the infection out. He also cut off a piece of her breast. After being hit in the side of the head by the blunt side of an axe, she flees into the woods for a couple of days. Gabrielle is in and out of consciousness, ultimately finding that insects laid eggs in her head wound. So Gabrielle comes back out of the woods and to the commune, but Rock was still drunk. He used a cut-off piece from an old junk car, and he heated the metal up and held it against Gabrielle's arm stump. On August 16, 1989, Gabrielle flees to a hospital, but makes up a false story about why she was missing her arm and hand. But the hospital calls the police, who are able to file a charge of aggravated assault against Rock. They arrived at the commune three days later on August 19th with a warrant for arrest. But everyone was gone. The commune was abandoned. The people who fled were Rock, Jacques, Chantel, and Nicole, along with two babies. They all fled to Quebec. The rest of the cult members had finally gone home to their families. Six weeks later, police were able to locate and arrest Rock on October 6, 1989. On this same day, his OG wife, Giselle, finally tells police about the murder of Solange Bollard. Multiple people were charged with Gabrielle's arm amputation and Rock was charged with the murder of Solange. Everyone pleaded guilty. For the assault on Gabrielle, Rock received 12 years, but the court lowered it to 10 years because of his, quote, genuine remorse for the victim. Anyway, Jacques received five years, Chantel received two years, and Nicole received 18 months. The murder charge was for first-degree murder, 
until the court decided there was not enough evidence that it was premeditated, so it was dropped to second-degree murder, and a deal was made that Rock would plead guilty if no further charges were brought against him. On January 18, 1993, Rock Terrio was sentenced to life in prison. He was eligible for parole by the early 2000s, which I'm like, well, that doesn't really make much sense if he was sentenced in 1993 and then is eligible for parole like less than a decade later. Yeah. Thankfully, he does not get out on parole. Um, Some members, including Francine, Chantel, and Nicole, did remain loyal to him. Others are struggling or struggled to live life with the PTSD from their time with him. Gabrielle Laval testified in the trial about years of abuse. She waged a campaign to keep the cult leader behind bars, and she wrote a book, La I'm obviously not going to say this right. It's in French. La Alliance de la Brebris. And I looked up the book to see if I could like try to read it, but it's all in French. So I was not able to. And the thing is, it's like, yeah, Gabrielle. But then again, I'm also like, you did kill your five month old baby. (laughs) It's so hard because she got her arm cut off and she like wants to keep him in. It's like so conflicting. Like, how should I feel about you? Yeah. So did she admit it that she did? I think so, because she's the one who said like she felt it was an act of mercy to her baby because the baby was being beaten by Rock. But I'm like, yeah. you could also like just leave Rock mm-hmm. and flee the commune. But I don't know. It's hard. They're obviously were very much under his control. They're being like severely abused mentally, physically. So I don't know. Like I said, it's all conflicting. But Rock was denied parole in 2002 on the grounds that he is an ongoing danger to society. The three-member National Parole Board also ordered him to undergo a series of psychiatric evaluations. Gabrielle testified at the hearing that he deserves to stay in jail forever. Quote, the population, myself included, will be able to have a long night's sleep tonight. And she was 52 years old at this parole hearing in 2002. She also said, quote, sitting behind him brought back all the memories of the time when I weighed 80 pounds and had to help authorities capture him. I felt a lot of emotion. Rock, who was 57 at that time, said he wanted to remain behind bars at the Dorchester Penitentiary near Moncanton. Moncanton, because he feared for his safety outside of the prison. On February 26, 2011, Rock was still in prison when he was found dead near his cell. This death was believed to be a result of a fight with his cellmate, Matthew Gerard McDonald, a 60-year-old convicted murderer from Port Aport, Newfoundland, And this man was charged with the killing of Rock. And that's how it ends. He murdered two-year-old Samuel, but wasn't convicted of it. He definitely murdered Solange and was convicted of it. And whether Gabrielle is fully responsible for her baby's death or he had a hand in that or wanted her to do it, I don't know. But two kids and a woman 
died in this cold. And he stabbed the arm. One person lost their arm. People lost their fingers. They were shot. And they were burnt. I am like shocked that I never have heard of that because that is horrific. Oh, I'm glad I haven't heard of that. And now you have. So you're welcome. (laughs) I'm sorry to everyone. That was I could have lived without that one. That was far worse than I expected it to be going in. Oh, my gosh. So terrible story of the anthill kids. Thanks for listening. I research, write, host, and edit this show. My co-host is Alicia Jenkins. All our music was created by Jaden Schultz, who you can find on Instagram at InPajamasMusic. And our palette cleansers are given by Charlie Waters. Find us on social media, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Hi, I'm Charlie Waters. Today I'm going to be giving you a palette cleanser about whales. Did you know during mating season humpback whales will fast meaning they won't eat they live off their body fat because they want to focus on migrating and mating that's my baby sister bye have a great day bye for our organization today i encourage you all to visit ccaa.org This is the Canadian Child Abuse Association. They support children, teens, and parents. On their website, you can learn more about their programs. You can view their curriculum. You can view their online court prep. And you can help a child. The Canadian Child Abuse Association was formed in 1985 in response to a growing need for a coordinated professional approach to child abuse investigations.